Hey y'all, this is Sam. And this is Steven. And this is Crimeology. This is episode 37. Um, and so we're here. We're back. Um, gonna start this episode off by thank you for already coming back and listening. Make sure to follow all of our social medias at Crimeology Pod. We've got an email that you can email us, crime suggestions at crimeologypod at gmail.com. Um, give us five stars, rate us, do all the things. Um, and yeah, let's just jump right into this episode. So each week I start by talking about where I came across this case. And are we surprised that this case again comes from TikTok? Um, I really do try. And I told Steven... He made a joke as we walked in here that it was a TikTok one, and I was like, yes, it is. I told him I really do try to not make them all TikTok ones, but it's I go through my list, and I will pick a case, and then I'll do the case, and then when I sit down to write my script, I'm like, where did I come across this one? And I'm like, dang it, it was a TikTok. Um, Flipping TikTok. So, but, I mean, if, if it works, it works. So, here we are. So this is one that I found from TikTok, and today we're talking about Cynthia Sidabaka. So on February 11th, 2014, 15-year, sorry, 15, 53-year-old Gerard was shot 12 times, ultimately killing him in his own house by his own mother-in-law, who is Cynthia. So Gerard lived in a high-end neighborhood in Fallbrook, California, with his wife Laura and their two kids, and then his 18-year-old son from a previous marriage. Laura's mother, Cynthia, moved into the house, the house's, sorry, the family's guest house after having a stroke in 2001. So first off, that's a long time to be living in your daughter's guest house. So yeah, but I guess it's also like if. If it truly is like a separate guest house, like it probably wouldn't be as right. bad as I guess like it's not living in the same in the house. same house. Yeah, right. So, eh. But yes, a long time. <laughs> so after Cynthia moved in, the family old you know obviously starts to argue a lot more, specifically Cynthia and Gerard. Cynthia is a frequent smoker, which Gerard hates. Gerard's daughter even said there were times that Cynthia would be in the backyard smoking and Gerard would spray her with a water hose, leaving her soaked. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, and then in turn, Cynthia didn't like Gerard's discipline techniques. She said they were too strict or too military-like and they were just not how a child should be raised. So these were kind of the two main things these two argued about. But like any family, they had their fights, they had their bickerments. But, I mean, obviously no one thought that it would end up in murder. So, February 11th was Cynthia's 63rd birthday. And this is the day of the murder. So the family was getting ready for a spelling bee that Gerard's daughter had at school that afternoon. When Gerard saw what Cynthia was wearing, he told her she looked, quote, ghetto. And this was the last straw for Cynthia. I can't remember the last time I've actually heard one, heard somebody say that. It's probably been about 2014. I mean, honestly, I thought I saw that and I was like, yep, that's probably about right for that time frame. (laughs) So 
Cynthia goes to her car. She grabs her revolver where she loads five rounds. She walks to the back patio where Gerard is and shoots him five times in the back. She goes back to her car a second time, loads five more rounds into the gun. But during this time, Gerard crawled into the house and locked the back door. This obviously doesn't stop Cynthia, who shoots through the back door and hits Gerard in the torso um, with the bullets. Dang. She makes her... Through the door. Right. Right. That's that's pretty impressive that... I mean, I'm kind of curious if it was like... I assume it's just a glass door. Yeah. I mean, because there's no way that you could be able to... I've also never shot a gun through a door, so I don't know how hard that would be. Well, I mean, in in theory, I mean, I think what I'm more impressed of is she actually hit him. Right. Not that it made it through the door, because most of the time if you shoot a gun, it's going to go through a door. Especially if you're shooting it at close range. Right. So, I think really the main thing is that like she was able to hit him, unless it was like a glass door or you know something that had a window type because i assume because it's the back door and that's typically where you see glass doors is the back door but anyways so she makes a third trip to the car for five more loads but out of the 15 loads she loaded 12 hit gerard ultimately killing him so cynthia leaves gerard's body on the kitchen floor and just continues with her birthday celebration. She goes to a cafe for breakfast, and then she goes to the local casino to do some gambling. After this, she goes to her favorite coffee shop, where she is ultimately picked up and brought to the police station for questioning. Man, that just been a must have been a heck of a time for her. I mean, just my birthday. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Okay, let's go gamble. Pew, pew, pew. Right. Like, you're like, okay, Back to normal. Back to... Golly. That's... That's really just what scares me in life. I mean, honestly. There's people like that that just... They can kill somebody and they just go along with their normal life. I think that's... Out of of the 37... Now, this is episode 37 that we've done. I think that's really the most, like, eye-opening thing to me is that people can just do something like that and just continue on with their business as usual. Right. Right. So this is where the TikTok video comes into play. So the video is all recorded of Cynthia being questioned is all that I saw in this video. So when Cynthia is informed that her son-in-law is dead, the man says he's dead. She says... Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. She's basically, like, celebrating that Gerard was dead. Yeah. Huh. Okay, then. She tells... She did tell police, not in the video, but she tells police that Gerard was abusive and at one point even tried to choke Laura. Um, When she was asked if anybody tried to stop the abuse, she said, I just did. I'm guilty. I just stopped the abuse. Like, that's her response was, I just did. In the video I watched, when she was asked if she felt bad about what she did, she just said no. When asked in the video I watched if she would do it again, all she said is yes. She said on the same video that 
the day of Gerard's death was the first time she prayed. When asked, when the man asked her, well, what did you pray for? She said, quote, I hope he dies. The video continues um, where Laura, her daughter, comes in, wife of Gerard, who walks into the interrogation room and she's just basically like pleading with her mom. She's bawling her eyes out, understandably, and she's just like, mom, like, why did you do this? And just sobbing. And her mom at some point says, like, I got him. 16 years I've been waiting and I've got him. Goodness. And her daughter's like, mom, like, what is going on? And then in another part of the video, you don't see who the child is, but you can tell that it's a child's voice. She walks into the room and grandma like opens up her arms and she's oh my baby like come here come see me and the kid's like no you killed my dad like and so that's a whole nother side of I can't just imagine first off finding the news that your grandma killed your dad and then for her to be like oh my gosh come here like it's been so long Um, once again that goes back to my thing of like it's crazy how people can just like Flip to switch back to to normalcy. Back to grandma mode. Yeah. So three years later, Cynthia is charged with first degree murder and sentenced to 50 years to life in prison at the age of 66. She will be eligible for parole in February of 2039. So that's kind of the, the curious thing to me. And I know we've talked about it before of like when it's just so clear cut and dry, why does it take so long? For someone to get convicted. You know, that's a good question. That should just be an episode in itself, but whatever. Um, I think that's kind of really my big takeaway for these things of like, if it's so blatant, like it should not take three years. Like, all right, yep, you're, you've done the time or, you know, you do have done the crime off to jail you go. And I honestly don't think until this moment that I even, I mean, three years is a long time, but I guess just because like you've said over the cases we've done, there's been so much time frame in between like when it happened and when the person was tried. And so I guess I didn't think about it. So I didn't even look into that to see like if things happened or, you know, what happened in those three years that made it last so long. So, yeah. But also that whole thing of, I've been waiting 16 years to do this. That's crazy. I mean, she literally says, I got him. 16 years I've been waiting and I got him. She says this to her daughter. And I was like, woman, what? <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's absolutely, I think that's probably the, the scariest thing. Is that, that people you, like this are out there. And that. I know Sam, this is all part of Sam's long game is just to kill me eventually. <laughs> Listen, I will say, I could sit here and honestly say we, I, me and my sister went to a concert last night and I did think this is a big enough stadium that what if there is somebody in the stadium who has murdered somebody and gotten away with it? I did think that. Um, but I honestly thought today, if I murdered someone, I don't even know how I would cover up the body. Um, so even having this podcast and seeing all of these ways other people have murdered. Sam has still not learned I still how haven't to. figured out my <laughs> routine for what I'm going to do. So, 
I guess give me a couple years and I might have an idea. That's 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 gonna be the new mini episodes. Instead of Stephen's crime corner, it's gonna be how outing Sam, myself how for Sam, if I ever murder someone. How Sam plans to hide the body after she's killed it. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's episode thirty-seven, where we talk about this great idea that I have. So that means you've got to keep up with episodes from now on to keep up with that storyline. Um, but yeah, we're gonna take a break, and we will be right back. All right, now we are back with Stephen's Corner or Stephen's Crime of the Week, whichever one you like. Um, and this is where we just Stephen Googles literally any kind of article, um, and we just talk about that case for the week. Oh, so you know, this week was Sunday was Halloween. So Sam, did you have a good, good, nice Halloween? Yes, I did. What's your, what's your like, if you were trick or treating, what's your go-to candy that you would pick? Oh, this is like um oh what are they called sweet tarts? Sweet tarts. Okay, so we did this funny thing of where we ended up, we were running low on candy and we had some fruit snacks at our mm-hmm. in our in our pantry. About said closet, nope, pantry. And we were, my wife was like, "Hey, just just go grab those and we'll throw them in there." I kid you not, the next twelve kids took fruit snacks or oh, candy. Yeah, probably. I honestly probably would have either. But See, I'm, I'm not a big candy person. Yeah, well, I like I go like with the typical, you know, Reese's or Hershey's or, you know, chocolate stuff. Anyway, this just came out on Monday. Today as we're as we're recording this. Going back, we're going to Florida, of course. Cause I, I just knew that Florida would just give me some good give me a good story right. for, for Halloween. Um not a great one, but hey, this will work. Um, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Pretty sure I butchered that name, but whatever. Um, uh, Port St. Lucie, or, uh, police say a man broke into a child's bedroom on Halloween. Um, authorities say Cliff Bobert, 39, tried to commit a couple of burglaries in the area um, in the area of Southwest Fanfare and Import Drive on Sunday. Uh, during the first attempted burglary, offers officers responded to a call about a man banging and trying to kick down a front door of a house number one that's pretty hard to do if you're trying to kick down a front door i'm also thinking pretty bold of you just to go for the street for the front door yeah yeah don't yeah not being sneaky at all just straight up walking up there and yep um police later received an additional call for a suspect matching that same description in the same area um on the but on the second burglary attempt at a different home uh police say that he pushed in a window and entered the bedroom belonging to a child uh police say that the child ran to the other side of the house and alerted her father um authorities say that the father tried to conf- uh confront bobert but he went back through the window so he was uh police were able to quickly locate him in the backyard of the home uh, so he did not get very far uh he was arrested and charged with both burglaries wow so not you know i was hoping for a little bit more wild of a story but 
Florida man strikes again in Stevens, as you like to call it, corner. I was trying to. Do you, would you think there there would be more like burglaries or crime period on Halloween, or do you think there would be less? See, I don't know. Um, I would kind of think there there might be more or potentially I'll put it this way. It's like there might be more violent ones. Does that make sense? I was thinking of like Halloween's one of those that like, I mean, I wasn't at home because I had prayer plans, but like I would have been home. So it's just like one of those holidays where like, I mean, I guess every holiday is one of those that like someone could be at their house. I mean, I guess that's every day. Someone could be at their house or someone could not be at their house. Um, but I, you know, doing stuff in the dark. I don't know. I saw. I asked because you were saying that, and I saw a video right before I came here that on, said on TikTok. Yes. Oh wow. Um, that was, that was, I wasn't gonna. It was, it was a joke too. I wasn't it worked. Say that. But it said, and I don't know how true it is, but it said that there is less crime on Mother's Day. And so it was trying to make this joke of like, if there's less crime <laughs> on Mother's Day, like all mothers are doing the crime. But I got me thinking about, do we think people are doing more crime on Halloween? But anyways, um, topic for another episode, I guess. That'll be, that'll have to be for next year's Halloween episode. There you go. We'll dive into that. All right. So this is episode 37. We got a lot figured out today and we've got a lot of reasons for you to keep coming back um, for next Halloween's episode and then for my little stand-up session. Um, So we... This is a great episode, and so you're just going to have to keep going back. You're going to have to uh, – you, can you subscribe to a podcast? I was about to say that. Yes. Can you? Sure. Um, Sam, are you even subscribed to our own podcast? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Um, subscribe to our podcast so that you can get – I don't know. Can you get notifications? I don't know anything about podcasting, obviously. This is – Folks, this is the reason why I'm on this show. This is why you're here. <laughs> this this was the is to do all of the tech stuff. So I'm shaking my head right do now. Do all of the things so you guys can be aware of when we post. Um, yeah, 37 episodes. We're doing great, kids. <laughs> oh my god! All right, we're signing off. This is Sam. This is Steven. And this is Crimeology. <laughs> <laughs>